Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to DL21 with Mr. Watson. Hi there, this is Neil Jones from Stone Foundation and you're listening to DL21 with Mr. Watson. Enjoy the music. Welcome to DL21 with me, Mr. Watson. The first hour of this show is going to be an interview with Neil Jones from Stone Foundation. We started the uh, we started the interview off, and uh, it was all on Zoom. And I don't know if you've ever recorded an interview on Zoom or a meeting on Zoom. It's quite interesting. It comes up with some sort of uh, electronic voice in meeting, recording, starting, or something like that. So we started off, uh, yeah, with a bit of laughter at the start. So uh, yeah, just enjoy the show. And the first hour is all going to be Stone Foundation. So uh, enjoy.
things get better A change of scene, let's take another path Declare war So get up, get up, get up, get up, get up For love of rising, love of rising Keep on climbing till you reach the top For a life unlimited Keep burning, don't ever stop Just keep shining the light, the love Don't ever stop, it's what you are Just show me your love, I'm rising The world seems clearer in natural light There's no progression without a fight Don't try to tell me that you got no choice First step to freedom starts with a solitary voice It's a love of rising, love of rising It's a love of rising, love of rising When you're gonna start to realize You are somebody Keep climbing till you reach the top for life unlimited Just keep shining the light, the love Don't ever stop, it's what you are Now show me your love, I'm blind Get up, get up, get up, get up. 
start to realize that you are somebody. It's a love uprising. Uh, <laughs> it does. Yeah, well, I, said, I, I, think, I think that's pretty resounding, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think we're up and running. It's all good. <laughs> I thought you turned. I thought you turned Excellent. into bloody uh, what's his face then in the uh, Stephen Hawking in the wheelchair, Stephen Hawking. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Right, excellent. Well, let's just crack on with this then. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Neil Jones of Stone Foundation, welcome. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time out to um, meet up with me for DL21. Uh, how are you? I'm really good, mate. Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you. Um, you've caught us on a little break from uh, from playing live. So, uh, yeah, all is good, really. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, well, the reason why I wanted to catch up with you is, one, a... Um, when it comes down to, I'm a fan of the band anyway, uh, and I've been for ooh, not as long as how long you guys have been going. But I think, <laughs> well, I, I think I've worked it out. I think it's been about twelve or thirteen years now since That's I've got that. That is good. So uh, yeah. I mean, I think the first time I met you guys is when you came to Darlington Film Club, which I run, and we did the um, the small documentary, and you did a yeah an acoustic set for me as well. Um, yeah, I think that was a good twelve years ago now. 10, yeah, it's mad. well, that 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 takes me back to obviously the first time we we're working with Nolan Porter. So yeah, right. it is it is a, a a long time ago, and um, yeah, it was good times. They were really good times. They were working with Nolan, and you know, it was great to show show go out and show the film to so many people. Yeah, yeah. no, it was a brilliant. Yeah, so uh, Stone Foundation are now twenty five years old. My main wow. question to you is. Did you think it would last this long? <laughs> um, I don't know, to be honest. Probably not. No. Uh, when you when you first start playing, and when we first started with the band, um, I don't know. You you just you've got this sort of wanton desire to go out and express yourself through music, I guess, and and sort of go out. I mean, I always loved being in the studio and then playing live and. I, I loved the whole process involved with music, really. And um, when we first started, I guess me and Neil just started writing songs together with the idea, let's just see what happens. You know, you can never you can never plan ahead, really. Um, you just have to take each day at a time. And um, and in those early days, we had lots of times when probably either one of us thought, mm, is this working or is this gonna is this gonna pan out or you know? But you just you know, one thing leads to another. You usually need a little bit of luck along the way. And, um, yeah, 25 years later, here we are waiting for our um, carriage clocks. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, yeah. Silver, silver anniversary, so, I mean, it's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
single out right now uh be what you are which features uh shirley jones from the jones girls um mm. so funky i'm absolutely loving this single it's so cool brilliant um, Thanks, yeah. how did the collaboration come about with this one well funnily enough that <clears throat> that song started as a, a, a tiny little sort of um recorded thing that i had on my phone believe it or not that i was working on and i just took it into the studio and said to she's i've got this idea can we just start we we'll start building on top of that, and uh, a lot of it was recorded pre was pre recorded at Stone Foundation Studio, our own little studio, and then we took the bulk of it to Weller's place when we were doing some other bits and pieces at Paul Weller's studio. Um, uh, flushed it out a little bit more, tightened it up, and then we just kind of did our usual thing where we thought, you know, can this be improved upon? Can you hear like? any other elements of uh, music on this on this recording. That's the way we approach everything, really. And whether it's a keyboard, a guitar, um, I don't know, backing vocals, or in this case, a, a lead vocal, it's just, you know, it's, it's part of the paint that you use, isn't it, to make the final picture that you're creating. Um, and we just started talking about, there was a track on um, a Jones Girls record that I remembered, I think it's called Keep It Going or something like that. I can't remember. It's a really colourful Jones Girls front cover. Um, it's on my latest playlist I did. I did a Spotify playlist recently. And uh, it's got a similar kind of vibe with the keyboard uh, movement on it. So I was like, Jesus, we, we, you know, we should maybe try and ask Shirley, ask Shirley about this. And 
Um, it was really weird because we'd been uh, because we'd done the Melbourne Moor track. Um, I I noticed that a guy called Cam Jones on Instagram had uh, had, had sort of posted something about the the Melbourne track. Really cool dudes. Uh, just you know, unbelievable voice on him, and he was like telling everyone, like, yo, 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 you should listen to this man. And he was like talking about the Melba track. And I, I sort of clicked on his link, followed to where his homepage was, and realized he was Shirley Jones's son. No way. So then he starts messaging me, and I just said, you know, would your mom be interested in thinking on something? And he was like, yeah, man, he goes, uh, she loves this track with Melba. They call her Auntie Melba. Brilliant. And, uh, and he said, like, yeah, just leave it with me. And that's kind of where it stemmed from, really, from uh, a chance encounter on uh, on Instagram. And uh, I'm really chuffed as well because um, in true sort of Stone Foundation tradition, we this track will be um, a part of something that's being announced on Monday. Um, which is really quite special. And I think it's just great that we've managed to get another collaboration involved in what's going to be a really amazing thing to celebrate Stone Foundation's 25th anniversary. You can probably read between the lines to see what's coming. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so we're really excited about that as well this year.
Paul Weller, Melbourne Moore, who you've just mentioned, um, you know, new vocals by Lavelle, for example, who I think is amazing. Uh, Dr. Robert, Mick Talbot, um, the late, great Nolan Porter, we've just mentioned earlier, William Bell, so many more. You must pinch yourself with all these collaborations that you've got under your belt. It's, you know, I, I can't think of anyone, unless it's sort of like some sort of hip hop producer or something like that, who actually <laughs> had, who've had so many collaborations um, yeah. and each each song being so fresh as well. It's quite it's quite a weird it's a funny thing for me because nowadays when because I'm a big uh, uh, it's a weird thing with Spotify. I love it, but I also hate it. I love it because it becomes like your big brother. It's it's the guy in the room going, "Have you heard this? Have you heard this song? Have you heard you know?" So it that's a wonderful way of coming into music but the other aspect is like artists like ourselves see very little i mean like to give you an indication i think you've got to have over a million plays to earn about three grand no that, that that's like unbelievable really isn't it and that's that's just the way it's set up that's why there were so many artists recently in front of uh, a committee saying you know this needs to change that needs to change etc etc so that gives you an idea of what we're up against. Um, but the, give me the question again, mate. I'll bloody yeah. let myself go. Oh, oh, the collaboration. The collaboration. So the collaboration. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you must literally thing. pinch yourself. Yeah. So the collaboration thing, going back to what I was talking about with Spotify, is that nowadays when I go on Spotify, everyone's collaborating with everyone. I mean, like, I've never seen so many collaborations in my life. I mean... Um, from hip hop, like you say, to, to any bands now, they've got featuring, blah, 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 because then it ties in all these artists on these algorithms to other places and other genres, which I think is really great. But for us, obviously, we're very much sort of analogue in that respect from where from our traditions. And we didn't really think about it like us. Like I said to you in the past, the collaborations came from a necessity, really, rather than, oh, let's just get someone who's famous on our songs. We'd start thinking, God, wouldn't it be great if, like, you know, uh, Carleen Anderson sang on this song? Her voice would be amazing. Well, let's try. And, and if she says no, she says no. So, you know, obviously people don't see... There are people that turn around and say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not available, or I can't do this, or I can't do that. But probably 80% of the time, people have got back and they've said, yeah, let's do it, and... It it just it's been one of them things that it snowballed over the years and we kind of didn't really realise until like we had this moment where we look back and you kind of go, Wow, you know, there's there's some amazing people that we've worked with along the way and it's a privilege really.
I remember seeing you guys at the Hundred Club uh, with Nolan Porter, um, you know, and meeting the you know the man himself after as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was just so special. It really was. I mean, when I've seen you with other artists as well, it just all comes together. And, you know, you're such a tighter band as well. I don't know what you just put the 110% into it. <laughs> I mean, and a hundred percent. It's just amazing. It's, it's usually, it's usually because when someone else is on stage and it tends to be at the London shows, I mean, the two London shows we've got, this year at Islington Assembly Rooms in November, I'd encourage anyone to come down to those. Yeah, we're we're looking to come down for them. Yeah, they're going to they're going to be special nights and sort of one offs, and we're going to get some special guests and stuff. But I think when you have someone on stage with that isn't part of the band, obviously we're tight. But as soon as you introduce any kind of extra elements, it just puts you on your toes. And I think when you're on your toes you play better, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So I, I mean, mean, you need that. Yeah, I mean, you said about, you know, being the band's tight. I mean, my next question is this. Yeah, the band is so tight live. Um, when I didn't come, I wasn't able to make the Hoochie Coochie a couple of weeks ago, but the last time I saw you was end of last year when you played the Riverside at Newcastle. Um, took my. Oh, you mean the, you mean the fridge? <laughs> Honestly, I've never been in such a cold place before. You could see your breath; it was that bad. Yeah, absolutely. Oh freezing. my gosh, I've never seen it like that before. But it was so cold. But anyway, I took my seventeen-year-old son. That was the first time he'd seen you guys live. Um, and then my friend Grant, you know Grant Hopkins, you yeah. know, and he brought his son as well, William. Uh, but Oliver, my son, was just—he was just blown away. Right. And oh, it, brilliant. For the last, you know, however many years, 12 years, he's heard Stone Foundation in the car. He's heard it in my, you know, coming from my office, playing the <laughs> records, whatever. But to actually, I think when you actually see a band, um, you know, he's now watched the documentary, you know, um, yeah. you know, he loves it. He thinks it's absolutely amazing. And so, you know, what my question around about this was, how often does the band actually rehearse, or is it just you re only rehearse when you know you're going back out on tour, or do you just yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, you right. bit the nail on the head. You bit the nail on the head. It's um, we did we did two dates recently, local dates at Queens Hall near to us, and um, we we had one rehearsal where we just came together and said, right, we need to play a lot of the old songs. So it's re it's a really weird thing when you play like material that you played say like a lot of stuff on street rituals which we haven't played for years um when you come to play it really is like riding a bike it's like you know you have a couple of moments of where do i put my feet where where's this going what where and then literally as soon as the dust is sh uh, shook off oh, oh yeah about, <laughs> what about if you're well, doing stuff like Stuff like we that. Did. We we played yeah. um we played uh, bring back the happiness up to find the spirit. We played um that's the way I want to live my life. Yeah. Yes, and we did stuff off that as well. We did stuff off. We we've been playing Beverly Live as well off of Life Unlimited. Uh, have we done anything off that? I'm not sure actually. I need to double check. Oh, we were doing stuff like uh, can you, you keep a secret? Holy can you keep a secret? Uh, we didn't do Holy Blue. No. Right, okay. but um, but yeah, we so we're dusting off all, a lot of old songs basically, nice. and and that, um, we didn't actually rehearse with the horn section before the gig that we the gigs that we played. We said to them, we we're usually quite strict, and and to be fair to Trig, uh, Steve Trig, he's usually quite strict with the section. He doesn't like them using iPads, 
So because it sort of stilts the performance. Yeah. But for these gigs, we just said, look, we've rehearsed the songs. We know you guys haven't. Just use the charts for this. So they used the charts and everything was sound. It was it was quite exhilarating, actually. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. Did you find that it brought a rejuvenation to the the tracks as well? Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah a new absolutely. love for them as well? Yeah, it, re it really did. It really did. We all commented on that, actually, afterwards, because now the, cause the sound of the band's changed, playing those tracks again would... I don't know, they just seem to sparkle a bit more. It's really good.
So, I mean, the last three albums have all been consecutive top 40 albums, right? The last the last four. Oh, is it, four is it now? Is it? Yes. Oh, of course it is. Yes, of course. Come on, James. Yeah. I know. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right, let's start this question again. <laughs> the last four top 40 <laughs> albums have been brilliant. Um, yeah, and all on an independent label as well. It's such an achievement. Mm. Um, you know, and you should be so proud of yourselves for that. But what do you actually put this down to? Um, I personally think uh, it's probably, I'd say, 80% down to our amazing fan base. We've got really incredible fans who not only support the bands uh, uh, like amazingly well, but also pass, spread the word about the bands, you know, because as you're aware nowadays, there's that much music out there and, and it's so thinly spread that, you know, it's so difficult to pick up TV slots, to pick up uh, radio slots, to pick up any anything really that's like commercial, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. So it's a real testament to, I think, not only the music that we put out, but the uh, maybe the lyrical content of the music and the feel-good factor of the music goes hand in hand then with the people who come and see us and then they in turn spread the words people that that's it's just amazing really but but yeah. the crowds keep the the crowds keep growing even though each year we kind of have to like struggle and fight through all this shit that you can sometimes hear on the on the sort of commercial radio stations but you know we we get heard and um yeah it's it's great it's good that I, it I, keeps I think... going I think like you say is when you're such a tight live band when people see you whether you've supported anyone or you know like for example I'll be seeing you a couple of times well a few times this year but uh one mm. which uh I was very excited to hear and read was that because we me and my wife well and my son Oliver actually with his mates um we're all going to see Jamiroquai so, uh, right. and, and you guys are supporting Jamiroquai yeah. you know and I thought this is an amazing lineup. There's you, there's uh, um, yeah. Living Criminals, uh, yeah. Miracle. I was thinking, crikey, is someone sort of been in my head? <laughs> right, these are three bands that James Watson likes. Um, we're going to put it on what, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, you I mean, need to make sure you make sure you get yourself in early for those. Uh, oh, for those oh yeah, we we'll be there I think by the looks of it, we'll probably be the opener on that. Um, yeah, that's on that, enough, uh, but, yeah, but again, yeah. you're, but you're, you're. I know for a fact that. The people who were there probably might not have heard of you if they go and see Jimmy. Yeah, um, yeah. It opens up more another audience for you, which is brilliant. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's what we're always trying to do. To be honest, I mean, we're doing two big gigs at Peace Hall in Halifax with Madness oh, yeah. as well. Um, I think that's kind of a, a good testament to our music that we can sort of blend in with these different. Bands, because essentially we are playing like roots music, really. You know, it's it's uh, whether whether you talk about scar or um, funk or soul or whatever, it's roots music essentially. It's yeah, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I, I'm just really looking forward to these bigger gigs this year. Should be really cool. Got a few more announcements as well ahead of us, which are really exciting and. Um, yeah, it's good. It's going to be a good year, I think. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, well, you can't can't get much more celebrating than for 25 years then, can you, really? No. Um,
So one thing which I was uh, I've I've always been impressed with is the fact that Stone Foundation are the band who realistically got all three style councillors back together on one <laughs> uh, for the first time yeah. in over three decades as well. I mean, did did that just did that come back? Did that come together all naturally? That one with Steve, Mick, and Paul coming together on one track. Yeah, kind of. Um, we asked. We, we we were kind of mates with Whitey and we knew Steve, so we asked Steve if he'd come along and play on on uh, on one of the tracks. And then obviously we knew that he knew uh, Mick, yeah. so we said, you know, would you be able to get Mick to come down and and play? So um, during that session was really organic, really straightforward. I mean, those guys can tweak, and I mean, Mick's Mick's a genius, like when it comes to keyboard playing and. And Steve's a genius when it comes to drumming. So, you know, you only have to throw throw things up and we can change and tweak things on the run. And um, uh, when we were making, because that's, that's obviously a track on everybody, anyone. When we were making that record, um, Paul is always usually about if we're working at his studio and he just pops in. I remember it being a really, really sunny day. Um, and uh, just saying to him, do you fancy just adding a few little bits to this, like a few bits of backing vocals? And he was like, yeah, great. And he loved the track anyway. So um, he just went in and started doing some singing on that. And um, brilliant. it's quite bizarre, really, because we put that video out and I was so proud that we'd like, we'd work with those three guys. I thought, wow, this is incredible. And all anyone was fucking bothered about was the fact that Weller wasn't wearing a top. Yeah. <laughs> So I was, like, I was about to say is at the time, yeah, it was right. Was like, for fuck's sake, I mean, like you know, <laughs> you're not astounded by what's going on here, but like, yeah, no, it's it's cool and and it was quite nice as well because the uh, the preceding uh, dates that we did, um, uh, I think the big gig again that year was at Islington Assembly Hall, and um, we got Steve to come along, and I think there was Steve, there was Graham Parker, there was Weller. Catherine Williams guested that night as well. It was an amazing night, that. And uh, as we uh, were putting the set together, we said to Steve, do you want to jump up and do Balloon with us? Because Paul's going to sing it. So, Steve, that was probably the first time Whitey had played with Paul since he'd left Weller's camp. So that was another yeah. quite really nice thing and a bit of a, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a couple of, like, pinch yourself moments through the career where you like sort of it's all happening around you so quickly and you think wow this is like nuts man what's going on Amazing. you know like like the last coco gig on the last tour was a bit like that you know bumping into like um what uh what's the name backstage john oates was backstage in our dressing room which is yeah. like mental really um but that happened so quickly i didn't have time to say john would you like to play on a track <laughs> um but it was it was amazing and um yeah I just um there's so many moments like that that you just wish you could put the brakes on I mean the Coco gig that we did in London it was sold out and it was like just unbelievable but it felt like it went like that it just literally and I remember being back in the dressing room thinking what the I just felt like I'd been putting a washing machine and spat out the other side. Wow. And I didn't really have a chance to sort of properly so ingest up. what had gone on, you know.
one thing which has also come out recently is the documentary Rise Above It, uh, yeah. which uh, you know celebrates 25 years of Stone Foundation. Um, whose idea was it? Um, and did you sign on the dotted line straight away going, yeah, it's a good idea? Or <laughs> were you a bit dubious about having it put together? No, um, no not really. Uh, but it, it was definitely Lee and um, Bax's idea, who run Mono Media. And um, <clears throat> I think sometimes, you know, with me and she's there's a little bit of reticence to like look backwards or like to sort of put the brakes on because everything's going forwards all the time. You are a progressive band, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, we, we just said, I, I think the only conversation we had regarding that film was when Lee and Bax put it to us. We just said, right, we're not going to have anything to do with this because... I didn't want it to feel like we'd put it together. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I just said, it's nothing to do with us. You guys do it. You tell us if you want any interviews. And that's that. And that's the way it was done. So we just kind of let them get on with it from there, really. And, yeah. and that was that. But there's, it's, it's interesting. There's some funny moments as well. And it's interesting looking back. For me, the bit I really enjoyed was the bits that I could not remember. Like when you go back to when you, when I was 20, 21. Right. Because obviously there's about a 10 year gap between me and she's. So, you know, who really truly remembers a lot of the stuff when they were in the twenties, early twenties, you know, I, I, and I look back and I, I was like, wow, you know, just some of the videos of like when I was a kid, when I was in my teens, actually, in my first band wore a scum boot and looking at that thinking, Jesus Christ, you know, you have to kind of stumble a bit before you can walk. And yeah, just yeah. looking back at all that and, and my old friends that I used to play with. and Brilliant. Um, it's just really nice. You know, I really enjoyed that aspect of the video. Excellent. No, I mean, it's. I think it's a great documentary. I really, and what I like about it is, like you say, you're not involved. So it actually mm. is by a third person. Who's yeah. and looking. I mean, Lee Cogswell has obviously been very involved with you guys for many yeah. years. You know, he's done a lot of your videos, so he knows the band extremely well. So I think you were in safe hands, you know, with him and uh, Mark Baxter to do this. Um, yeah. I think they've done a cracking job. I really do. It's a great documentary. Um, mm. And the fact that, you know, you're, you're in Glasgow in a couple of days doing that, you're screening there. Yeah. Um, Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, when, when while we while we're talking now, I keep reminding myself that. Otherwise, I'm not going to be on the plane. <laughs> uh, but then also, yeah, when it comes down to, I mean, by the time this goes out, um, yeah, we would have announced also that Darlington Film Club, which I'm you know proud to say that I run, uh, we'd be yeah. showing the documentary, and you and she should be coming up for a. Uh, uh, an acoustic Brilliant. set as well so you know yeah that's right anything we can always try and do to try and promote stone foundation we always have done at darlington and uh um so yeah it's a, it's a great v venue at the forum and we always appreciate you coming up and supporting us as well as you know us supporting you so uh thank you very much for that as well as, no, it's great you know. I, I i i have to say that i think that venue in particular is just perfectly built for what you do there especially with the, the film club i think I think it's a really great idea. And um, the fact that you've managed to get so many amazing people down there, so, you know, that's good. Massive, massive respect to yourself for that, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it's, 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 it's just uh, it's just for the love. That's what it's down for. So, uh, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. You want to get, you want to get T-shirts on with Darlington Film Club, just for the love underneath. 
That's what yeah. you want to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about that. Actually. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I might just do that. Or now. just for the just for the love of it, or something. Just like for that. the love of it. Yeah, I might have to do yeah. that. That's quite a good idea, actually. Yeah. Nice. I love it. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Well, uh, Neil, thanks so much for all your time. Um, I really no, appreciate man. it. And um, yeah. So uh, thanks Brilliant. very much. Thanks, mate. Thanks for uh, taking the time to talk. Pleasure. Cheers, pal.
interview with neil jones from stone foundation i hope you really enjoyed it uh, i really enjoyed my time with neil and um yeah loving stone foundation always have done and uh, always will do the way that they play they're amazing live i really would recommend you get to see them uh so in order of the tracks that we played throughout neil's interview were right at the start of the show there was a love uprising featuring dr robert be what you are which is the new single featuring shirley jones uh, Styling, The Light in Us featuring Lavelle, Bring Back the Happiness, Trace in Paper featuring Nolan Porter, Carry the News, Heaven Knows Why, and Echoes of Joy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, thanks again to Neil for that. On with the show. This is Smooth and Terrell with the new single, I Gotcha. Hi, I'm Smooth. And I'm Terrell. And we are Smooth Smooth and and Terrell. Terrell. You are listening to DL21. Oh, with Mr. Watson.
like, yes, I'm loving that. So we had three in a row there. So we had Smooth and Terrell, brand new single, I Gotcha. We had brand new single from the Allergies uh, Jalapeno record label mates from Smooth and Terrell. That song was called Mash Up The Sound. And that was the brand new single from Abby Farrell. And that was called New Love. I'm loving that. So that is wonderful. So uh, big up to uh, Lysida, a friend of mine who I used to go to school with. Um, he sent over this to me. He said, oh, I think this is going to be right up your street. You need to check this out. Um, he was right. So thank you, Graham. And this is uh, Bibio featuring uh, Oliver St. Louis on vocals. This is the Alan Brax edit of SOL or Sol. <laughs>
funky as that, isn't it? Loving that. That's a bit of Edwin Starr there. Funky music, show enough, turns me on. And before that, we had uh, Bibio Soul, uh, which is a new EP. Uh, with various different remixes, uh, loving that. So uh, again, uh, thanks to uh, Graham. Uh, you might know him as Lacida. I've played some of his tracks on my show, um, and I'm hoping that he's got some new stuff coming out very soon. So um, over the last three months, um, it's been quite tough for me. I've uh, been out of work, and uh, it's been a bit of a nightmare. Got a new job starting very soon, so all good. Uh, but one thing which has got me through is I've started kickboxing, kickboxer size, and. Uh, hit classes and I tell you what just for health reasons uh, but also for mental health as well it's just really kept me on top form um, so uh, big up to Sensei um, the place in Darlington where I go to uh, everyone's amazing there uh, including Jen who runs all the classes uh, it's been really really good so uh, it's definitely kept me uh, going uh, but this is to Ali uh, she put this one out because we do skip in as part of uh, some of the warm-ups and she said oh you got to check this out you got to check this out and the video is amazing so well worth checking this out on YouTube uh, this is DJ Fresh and the song is called Gold Dust it's like gold dust
That was Daytona called Ulalo. That was about four years old ago. Um, so a little bit of a take on the wise guys. Ooh la la. Um, yeah, nice. Um, before that, we had DJ Fresh with Gold Dust. So brand spanking new, uh, literally just been released whilst I'm recording this. Uh, this is Secret Night Gang. Um, loving them. They had an album out uh, not last year, year before I think it was, uh, 2021. Um, easily one of my albums of the year. It was amazing. They played at Hoochie Coochie in Newcastle. Uh, wonderful, wonderful band. Uh, really, really good live. Uh, they've got a new album coming out in June. This is the new single. It's called Don't Know What Tomorrow Brings. Loving this.
That was Secret Night Gang. Don't know what tomorrow brings. That's brand spanking new. Just come out. Uh, so, um, it seems recently we just had a few people just passing away a little bit too early or just don't expect them uh, to go. Um, so, we've had. Um, I'm going to play three in a row now. Uh, the first one is Working Week with Inner City Blues. Um, rest in peace, Simon Booth from Working Week and also Afro Celt Sound System. Uh, after that, we've got Bobby Coldwell with What You Don't Do For Love. Rest in peace, Bobby. And then um, one which really took the uh, hip-hop community apart. I don't, I don't think anyone was expecting it, to be fair. Um, yeah, rest in peace, uh, Drug of the Dove, uh, Plug 2 from De La Soul. And from that, I'll be playing I Am I Be, uh, which features loads of famous people. Uh, Masio Parker, Fred Wesley... Um, who else is on there? I can't remember who else is. Oh, Pee Wee Ellis as well. So, uh, yeah, three in a row. I hope you enjoy it. Rest in peace, guys.
working all night and I've been working all week and I don't know how I'm gonna make ends meet. The people I meet on these London streets, they say you gotta get hit with a brand new beat. It's a moonshine, it's a hard time, it's a rhythm in resistance. With the storyline of a better time that's coming soon. If you face the fact that you gotta fight back with a smile on your face and hope for yourself, it's a moonshine, it's a hard time, it's a rhythm.
Quentin now. I am shorty. I be for 11. I am, I be, I am, I, I am. Are am you shorty. now? I am Patrick. <laughs> do I be again. the biggest I am shorty. I be for 11. I am Jack. And I am shorty. I am shorty. I be for 11. I am Chip. I am again. And I be trying I am short. I be for I am friction. I am Tasha. I be short. I'm I am Pasta Noose. I be the new generation of slaves here to make papes to buy a record exec rates. The pile of revenue I create, but I guess I don't get a cut because my rent's a month late. Product of a North Carolina cat who scratched the back of a pretty woman named Hattie. Who departed life just a little too soon and didn't see me grab the plug tune fame as we go a little something like this. Look, ma, no protection. Now I got a daughter named Ayana Monet. And I could play the cowboy to rustle in the dough So the scenery is healthy with her eyes laid I am an early bird, but the feathers are black So the apples that I catch are usually all worms But it's a must to decipher one's queen From a worm who plays groupie and spread around the bad germ I cherish the twilight I maximize my soul is the right size I watch for the power to run out on the moon And that'll be sometime soon Faker than a fist of kids Speaking that they're black when they just niggas trying to be Greek Or some tongues who lied and said we'll be natives to the end Nowadays we don't even speak I guess we got our own life to live Or is it because we want our own kingdom to rule? Every now and then I step to the now For now I see back then I might have acted like a fool Now I won't apologize for it This is not a bunch of ratings but a bunch of black man's pride Yet I can safely say I've never played a sister by touching where her private parts reside I've always walked the right side of the road If I wasn't making song, I wouldn't be a thug selling drugs But a man with a plan And if I was a rug cleaner, bet your pasta have the cleanest rugs I am the plug two brand with the flavor in the flute. Watch the sniffing, so a sack of shows in demand. I read the diction from the second page. I got the one-two gauge baritone to the ism fan. Trees fall so I can play ground with my ink. So let me lead you to my M's go. I push the infinite and carry it. My carry is a three over one, so my plugins already know. Lick shots with my will catch the booth from a ghost in the heckling crowd. If I give a foot, Jack Bill caught a spill when a spill came from my mouth. I put a head down south. I don't check for the noose in the neck, so I never tell my M's that finesse is knocking at my door. I choose to run from the rays of the burning sun and dodge a needle washing up upon a sandy shore. I bring the element H with the two, so you owe me what's coming when I'm raining on your new parade. It's just mine over matter, and what matters is that the mind isn't guided by the pun of shade. I keep the walking on the right side, but I won't judge the next who handles what I'm Cause that's how he wants to be No difference, see, I wanna be like the name of this song I am the noose. I be the new generation of slaves here to make papes to buy a record exec rakes. The pile of revenue I create, but I guess I don't get a cut cause my rent's a month late. 
The deeds of a natural are seeds that are no longer planted, so the famine in the mind is strong. Tactics of another plane is now proven sane. Sane enough to let you know from within the song. I stabilize many cableized viewers, so my occupation is known, but not why I occupy. And that is to bring the peace, not in the flower, but the Asalaamu Alaikum, in the third I am. I am I am I am Bob and I'd be really, really tired of doing this, you guys. So that was three in a row of a rest in peace section. Um, Simon Booth from Working Week, Bobby Caldwell, and Plug Two or Dave from De La Soul. So on to this. This is uh, 11 minutes long, so strap yourselves in. This is a cracking tune. Uh, this is uh, Jero Bohm, and this is Freak Show. <laughs> Thank you. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.